the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Join us tonight at 7. This is WNYM, Hackensack, New Jersey, New York City. Keep your body moving with powerful nutrients to support your joints and overall mobility. Invite Health is here to save the day and your body with the best-selling Cartilage HX. Cartilage HX helps to maintain the health of your cartilage and promotes flexibility and mobility. This powerful formulation provides a patented form of type 2 collagen called UC2 that has been shown in clinical studies to promote joint comfort and strong, healthy bones. Just listen to what some Invite Health customers in the tri-state area are saying about Cartilage HX. I had a problem with my left knee and had to take baby steps going up the stairs. I'm almost normal now. Miracle! When I climb the stairs, my knees no longer hurt. Stay active with the help of Cartilage HX. Buy one bottle, get the other free, plus free shipping today. Call 800-673-2345 now to order. Again, that's 800-673-2345. 800-673-2345. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Attention career seekers. The East Coast 22nd Annual Diversity Employment Day Virtual Career Fair is this Friday, October 21st from 10 to 4. CityCareerFair.com invites you to interview with top employers looking to fill hundreds of positions such as finance, sales, management, healthcare, engineering, and more. The Career Fair is sponsored by the DiversityRecruitersNetwork.org. AM 970 will be there too. Sign in to the Virtual Career Fair this Friday and visit CityCareerFair.com. 
Jersey Central Power and Light wants you to be safe around electricity. If you see downed power lines, call 911 and stay at least 30 feet away. If you believe a tree is growing too closely to power equipment, call JCPNL immediately. Also call JCPNL if your drone gets caught in power lines or equipment. Never try to retrieve it yourself. For more tips, visit firstenergycorp.com slash safety. This message sponsored by JCPNL and aired in cooperation with the New Jersey Broadcasters Association and this station. If you love Broadway, movies, and music, then tune into Broadway at the Russian Tea Room Sunday afternoons at 5. Host Rob Taub interviews the biggest stars, writers, and directors, plus film and theater critics, along with people behind the scenes, from doctors and fitness experts to casting directors, stagehands, and dressers. It's the only show of its kind, and it's right here on AM 970, The Answer. Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. This hour of programming is pre-recorded. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Happy Hump Day, Wednesday at New York City. Um, So I'm just going to start by asking you guys a little question. 37 years ago today, what opened that is now closed everywhere in the country? I think except there's one store still left. It opened 37 years ago, and it is now, they are all now closed. They were omnipresent, and they're all gone. Um, we'll, we'll get back to that. We have a great guest today. We have, um, Michael Vecchione, the former, uh, chief of the Brooklyn district attorney's office, a lifelong prosecutor, although he had a little stint as a criminal defense attorney. Um, and he's written a whole bunch of books. We are going to be talking about, uh, life in the law. And we're going to be talking about his newest book, which is called homicide is my business by Mike Vecchione and Jerry Schmetterer. Um, but before we do that, let's, um, little news of the day. Unfortunately, you know, crime is still, you know, if you just poke around late in the day and you look at the news of the day, uh, every other story, if not every story is a crime story, retired NYPD cop punched by group of young strap hangers in unprovoked Brooklyn street attack. The next story, manslaughter suspect ordered held without bail for knocking stranger into the path of oncoming Queen subway train. Uh, next story is, well, this is actually kind of hot off the press. Uh, the son of a New York City mobster, Sally Daz, and hitman guilty in murder for hire plot. That just came down just a little while ago. 
A Brooklyn federal jury agrees he went against the family. Anthony Zatola was found guilty Wednesday of orchestrating the killing of his Bronx mobster dad, Sylvester Sally Daz Zatola, and the near murder of his older brother. Obviously, that's something we'll touch upon with uh, uh, Michael Vecchione uh, coming up in the very next segment. The poor man who got pushed in front of that train. Queens man charged of shoving stranger into path of the subway train. Quote, he took my husband's life over a phone. The victim's wife wails. Of course she wails. I mean, I, you know, I'm a subway rider. And I, someone rode the subway the other day. Was it, uh, oh, it was the, the commissioner, uh, the police commissioner. I think she rode one stop. You know, you can't get a real flavor for the subways on one stop. Now, I know Eric Adams, he does go down. Uh, he goes down in the evening, well, later than the evening. He goes down at night. I know he has his deputy mayors going down and he has his commissioners going down to get a feel of what's going on, not only with um, the civilians and the potential criminals, but also that he wants to see what the NYPD is doing down there um, because they are aware. We are all aware. Everyone here is aware uh, that the subways are the arteries of the city. And if you don't feel comfortable taking the subway, uh, it, it causes chaos in the whole city. Uh, the traffic has been rough lately, automobile traffic. And it would be naive to say that that is a, not a direct correlation to people who I hear, who I know, used to ride the subways and say, no, I don't feel safe going on the subway. I don't feel comfortable going on the subway. Um, I don't have an immediate answer for you. Uh, ideally, right, there would be a, a police, one police officer in you know, every other car. So, like, one police officer could look into, like, say, three cars. So, I, you know, we just don't have the manpower. Uh, we're blessed in the city of New York to have such an extensive uh, subway system. But we don't have all of these police officers to be patrolling the cars all the time. Um in the world of not crime, because uh, we're going to spend a lot of time on the show today talking about crime with Michael Vecchione, the uh, the former Brooklyn district attorney, assistant district attorney, I should say. Um, and good news, we should talk about the Yankees a little bit. Um, when we covered the, on the show yesterday that they did win, uh, that's a very good thing for New York City. Thank you, Sam Bellino. Uh, on, you know, a lot of levels, right? So we're we're talking about... Crime and the problems with the city. And, you know, as a non-sequitur, before we get into the Yankees, I ask you, is it, is there that much crime? Or is it that the newspapers or the whatever, you, you can't see, you don't say really you sell newspapers, you, but you get more clicks if you feed this monster of it's crime, it's crime, it's crime. And people keep clicking, clicking, clicking. Look, an individual getting pushed in front of a subway car is horrible. But if you looked at the color cover of the Daily News on Monday talking about the crime in Bay Ridge, if you really dig down into that story, luckily, as a Bay Ridgeite, luckily, there are, I think, four, maybe five stores that were burglarized between, like, July and October. And you weren't talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars being stolen. You were talking about people's personal belongings being stolen. From one place, it was $1,000 being stolen. Now, look, nobody wants that. Nobody thinks that that should happen. But is it a cover story or is that what's selling right now? Is that what people want to hear? Um, and if you want to tie that in to the New York Yankees, uh, you know, I really, uh, you know, I'm a Yankee fan, but I always root for the Mets. I mean, I couldn't name you three Mets players, 
but I'm always looking for them. And I, I thought that the Mets would go further than the Yankees would this year. Um, I still don't have a tremendous amount of confidence in the Yankees. I'm not sure that they're the complete type of team that needs to go all the way. But, look, they keep proving me wrong, so I'm happy about that. Um, but, you know, maybe that'll change the narrative here a little bit. Maybe we'll all get, uh, if not distracted, it'll cause the, the – uh, newspapers and the websites and all of that to focus on something positive and change the vibe. You know, perception is reality in a lot of cases. Um, so if the newspapers were reporting on the statistics that do show things are heading in a better direction, that then becomes the perception, which then becomes the reality. Instead, you know, we're focusing on all the negativity. And I think that's what Eric Adams spoke of when he was on this program not long ago. How, you know, everyone, if, uh, what he said that whole thing, you know, when you're painting someone's portrait, they may have a beautiful face and they have a scar on the face. You don't just highlight the scar on the face. You, you do the whole face and yes, there's a scar on the face. We need to fix things as consequential as crime and as a little less consequential as rats on the street. Now, um, the other issue that needs to be addressed um, is the whole issue with migrants. Um, There are tens of thousands of people over this course of this year who have come into New York. I believe we've eclipsed 20,000 people. That's a lot for us to absorb as a city, 20,000 people. Yes, I know there's 8 million people here, but 20,000 people who are coming here just with the the clothes on their back, more or less, and they need housing, they need food, they need medical attention, um, and they, you know, they don't need just temporary housing. They need they need real shelter. Apparently, today was the first day that uh, a busload went to um, Randall's Island, but there really weren't weren't a lot of people there. Where there's twenty thousand people, and they're talking about two or three people were there, and they got COVID tested, and they got set up, and they got a little, I don't know what kind of accommodations they have, but even though these people have not gotten here in the appropriately legal manner, um, they're still people, right? They're still human beings. And uh, if there's anything that, that we do as New Yorkers, as we take care of our, of our own, and when I say our own, I don't mean Brooklynites. I don't mean New Yorkers. I mean New York Cityers or New York Staters or Northeasters or Americans. I mean human beings. We take care of our fellow human beings before we're anything else we're human beings and we need to figure out how to set these people up with shelter with food with clothing with medical attention and then then we need to figure out how to make them productive members of society and how do we do that they need some sort of job training if they don't have it or find them something something that they could do that they're going to be very um, happy to some degree doing because most of these people are coming from environments from communities where they don't make any money. Even if they are working, they're making a pittance. So uh, my uneducated guess, because I'm not going to say I'm out there uh, talking to these folks out on Randall's Island, but that they would be very thrilled to have some housing and clothing and food and medical care and have a real job and have a real job that they could save up some money and buy a little apartment, not buy, but rent a little apartment or have some housing. You know what else they'll do with their money? They'll send it back to people who are less fortunate in their towns, their home communities. But we need to figure this out because we're absorbing a lot of a lot of incoming here. And I know Florida is, and I know Texas is, 
But, you know, New York needs to as well. And maybe it's time for the mayor to step up a little bit more and put a little more pressure on the president of the United States and all of this federal money that we're sending all over the world for aid. We send money all over the world for aid. Well, what about helping, you know, charity starts at home. What about helping us here in Brooklyn, New York and Manhattan and Queens and Staten Island? And by the way, what opened 37 years ago and is closed now? Blockbuster Video. There's one left, I think, in Oregon. We all had that little card. You'd go in there. It started off with with VHSs. Then it's DVDs. They're all gone. But you know who's not going to be gone? Mike Vecchione, district attorney, assistant district attorney, Brooklyn, New York, talking about his new book. We'll be right back. So before we speak to a lawyer who is so familiar with the world of criminal law, let's talk about lawyers who are so familiar and specialize in the world of estate planning. Because we all know that planning for your future is important. Are you and your family protected? If you're not around to make those decisions, who will? Are your assets protected from probate and nursing home costs? The time to plan is now. Do you need a will, a trust, a power of attorney, a health care proxy, a living will, an estate plan? You don't even know what you need. Neither do I. But you know who does? The folks at Connors and Sullivan. If you attend a Connors and Sullivan free seminar, you'll have all your questions answered by Mike Connors himself. When are these seminars? Monday, October the 24th at the Adria Hotel in Bayside, Queens at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Tuesday, October 25th at the Three West Club right around the corner in Manhattan at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Wednesday, October 26th at the Greenhouse Cafe in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn at 11 a.m., 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. And finally, Thursday, October the 27th at Bocelli's on Staten Island at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. And if you can't make any of these free seminars, call Connors and Sullivan at 718-238-6500 for your own free office appointment. That's 718-238-6500. And don't forget, folks, as Mike Connors always says, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732 863 Well, folks, you know how much I love this city. I love everything about it. I love being in Times Square last night. But what is a beautiful way to see the city, a unique way to see the city? It is on the water. And, you know, I know it's hard to believe that the holidays are right around the corner, but they are. Why not make them truly memorable this year on board the Atlantis yacht with New York Cruises? Captain Fred and the amazing New York Cruises staff go above and beyond with every detail. Whether you've been in charge of planning the office Christmas party or looking to do something exciting for New Year's Eve, why not take the party off land and onto the sea? It's the best place for a 360-degree view of the New Year's Eve fireworks. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, weddings, engagement and anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, you name it. Great food, great drinks, great staff. It's all there. Call 212-633-1231. 
Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today or visit NewYorkCruises.com. Wow. Sam Molina, what have you seen, Mr. Vecchione, in, in the courtroom? And you know that uh, he's like Rocky, uh, the eye of the tiger here. He yeah, he takes... sounds like someone I do not want to mess with. Yeah, well, I, I would have to say that uh, reading his bio, knowing his reputation uh, around the uh, the courts of the city of New York, yeah, you could... You played the right music. It, uh, yeah, I'm glad you didn't play a slow-playing ballad. For although he looks a lot younger, uh, when you see him in person... For just shy of 50 years, uh, Michael Vecchione has been an attorney here in uh, the state of New York, a uh, proud graduate of Hofstra University Law School. Uh, Mr. Vecchione uh, started off as a young assistant DA in Brooklyn, and then he rose up through the ranks, tried a whole bunch of cases, and then he left to be a criminal defense attorney for almost a decade, where he simultaneously uh, was an administrative law judge, and he worked uh, with the NYPD. And then when uh, Charles Joe Hines became the DA in 1990, uh, he called Mr. Vecchione and asked him if he wanted to come back into duty, and which Mr. Vecchione did for many, many years, from uh, 92 to 2013, where uh, he wore so many different hats, and that's why he is so well-rounded, uh, from the being the chief of the Homicide Bureau, which only handled the murder cases, to the chief of the Trial Division, which handled all of the other non-homicide uh, cases in the whole office, to the head of the Rackets Bureau, and especially in the last decade of Mr. Hines's, um career, Mike Vecchione was a constant uh, source of counsel to the Brooklyn DA. And since uh, leaving the DA's office, um, Mr. Vecchione has become a rather prolific author, writing the books Friends of the Family, Crooked, Crooked Brooklyn, Behind the Murder Curtain, the Deep Ocean, uh, and now it is... Did I mention Crooked Book? I did mention Crooked Book. And now the newest book, and his uh, book signing party is tomorrow night, is Homicide is My Business, uh, and it is about a guy named... Well, here it's called <laughs> Luigi the Zip. His real name was Luigi Roncisvalli. How do you pronounce that, Mr. Vecchione? Roncisvalli. You got it right, Artie. All right. Uh, so, how are you there, Mr. Vecchione? Uh, I'm very good, and how are you, sir? Good. It just popped up on my phone yes. that there was a conviction in an organized crime case. Did you uh, Have you been following this one at all? This is the one up in, I think, in the Bronx or Westchester? Yeah, in the Bronx, right, where his son is yeah. accused of killing his dad. Tell us, you know, I, I you, have you, following you, so, so he was ultimately convicted. Um, just give us a little insight. You know, you've tried all different kinds of cases. Um, I have. Is there something, I don't know, I'll just use a simple word, something special about trying a case revolving around organized crime? Well, you know, it's mostly because of the, uh, you know, the aura around organized crime and the, and, and the way that people over the years have, have, uh, have, followed, um, have followed the exploits, uh, if you want to call it that, of, you know, a John Gotti or a Paul Castellano or uh, Carlo Gambino and uh, Joey Gallo. I mean, these guys were, um, were were legendary in terms of 
both uh, within, you know, mob circles and within, uh, you know, within the, the lore of, of New York City. So, and, um, so it, it, it's that kind of, uh, you know, that's what you, you have when you have a, a mob case, of course. Today, there are no John Gotti's or Castellanos or, uh, you know, or, or Carmine Galantes, none of them. Right. So, um, well, that's what I was going to ask you. You know, I mean, the, the book that you that we're currently talking about, Homicide is My Business, um, it, you know, it takes place years ago. Um, yes. Before we get into the book and the substance of the book, to the point that you just made, saying that there aren't those characters, all those names you just met, you just mentioned for the younger generations, kids who are in their 20s, you know, do you think when they're in their, their 50s and 60s, like this whole lore, this whole uh, romanticism of Italian-American organized crime will really be watered down and, and dissipated? Well, it has been watered down now, but it, won't, it, it may very well come back depending upon, you know, Hollywood, quite frankly. Um, and, um, and, and I think that, um, you know, the more you have uh movies that are made like uh you know like the Iceman and um uh, and 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 hopefully homicide is my business and uh you know places and, and movies like that well that's what builds up the lore i mean you've got a, a really very popular show on um on tv these days called the godfather of harlem and um and it's it, it's about a um a black gangster up in harlem and his uh his his battle with uh, with the Italians up there. So, you know, those and it's a very popular show and uh, and those those kinds of things and and those shows like that are what will uh, will revive this um, you know down the road and, and I think that, you know, if people are into pop culture, um, young people uh, into pop culture, well then they'll pick it up again. Um, but, you know, right now Audie, it's <laughs> there aren't anybody there's nobody who could, you know, get on the front page of of the post um, you know, when, uh, when he, when he or she is acquitted, you know, like the Gotti case was when, when he right. was acquitted all those times, you know, that just won't happen. Um, yeah, I find that the saying, newspapers, I find that the newspapers and social media, they, they, they're reaching like they want it cause they know it sells itself. Precisely. Right. And so exactly. they're reaching, but Mike Vecchione again, and you've been on both sides, right? So you were the prosecutor and you for almost a decade, you were criminal defense attorney. Why, why is it? And now you know better than most, um, not all, there's crazy Asian gangs, there's crazy Hispanic gangs, crazy black gangs, Jewish, Albanian, you name them all. Why is it that the Italians are front and center? Why is it that it is so romanticized in the Italian gangster? Well, I think because it's been ingrained for many decades, Artie. Um, you, you touched on it. Homicide is my business was set basically in in the 60s but uh but i talk in this book about what led up to him you know luigi coming to america and we're talking about you know uh things that occurred uh after the costello moresi war which is was back in the 20s that's where uh you know the um the, the mafia became the five families and became uh you know part of of the culture of, of, of America. And I, and I think that is why, you know, Asian gangs or, or Hispanic gangs or Jewish gangs, well, although the Jewish gangs are part of this law as well, but, but that's why I think that the Italians are front and center because of just the, the act of history um, and the colorful characters. I mean, that's um, Meyer Lansky, although he was Jewish, was part of the, uh, 
part of the mob. So he's a guy who, um, you know, those guys don't exist anymore. And um, I mentioned Carlo Gambino and, um, you know, and Lucky Luciano. Those people were, are, you know, had a, a colorful history behind them. And, uh, and I think that that history became part of our history, the country's history. And, um, and, and that's why the Italian gangs are on the level that they are as opposed to uh, the others that you mentioned. So Homicide is My Business, the cover reads, Luigi the Zip, A Hitman's Quest for Honor. And right. inside the book, it says, you know, his ambition from when he was 12 years old was to be a made man in the mafia. He once told right. the presidential commission, American child falls in love with baseball. I fall in love with mafia. So tell us a little bit, Mike Vecchione, about your book, Homicide is My Business, and about this guy, okay. Luigi the Zip. Well, let me tell you, let me start. At, uh, the way I have to do this, Artie, is I have to start at the end and then tell you how I got to him. And the, the end is that um, this guy was a hitman in Sicily. Was not, he did a lot of work, and, and I think your listeners will know what I mean by that, in Sicily, but was never made. He never became what he wanted to become, uh, a made man in the mafia. So he was, it, was, it was suggested by his, his, um, his mentor in Sicily uh, to come to Brooklyn. And the reason for that is because Carmine Galante, Joe Bonanno, had set up this, um, this, this pipeline of drugs that would ultimately be known as the Pizza Connection. But before that, it was part of the French Connection. And, um, and they, were, they, were, they were doing this. Um, you know, without the sanction of any of the other families and the other families, they expected to, uh, to, to really cause, a, they expected to cause a war with the other families because they were making a lot of money and the other families were not being cut in. So they needed, they needed uh, shooters. They needed protection. And they, and they told the Sicilians, listen, you Sicilian mafia, that is, listen, you're in business with us. Send us your people and, and we will take care of them. And, um, and it was suggested that Luigi be part of that, and he came over. He came over legitimately, however. After that, other people came over, and, and they were stuck into the country in, in, with, with false passports and stuff. But Luigi came over with his family, um, and he, he, became, he, he wasn't really accepted here either because he was a Sicilian, and he was called a zip, and that, that was a derogatory term. Or the Sicilians right. came over. That's, like that's where, you know what you yeah. say that the uh, former legendary detective uh, Doug Lavienne, he was that's the first time I heard the term uh, a zip. Yep. Uh, actually, I saw going through the book, I saw that there's a, a picture of uh, yeah. I think at the time he's police officer Lavienne or whether he was detective and he was just in his full uniform with his family. How does um, Detective Lavienne play a role in this book? Well, uh, that's where where I'm getting to. He ultimately, Luigi gets uh, gets he he's uh, somebody attempts to hire him. This mastermind international criminal, a guy by the name of uh, Michele Sindona, and and Sindona is notorious and famous for his um, his participation in the killing of Pope John Paul the uh, I'm sorry, Pope John Paul the first. He Sindona was the the, the, the criminal behind the, the fall of the Vatican Bank came to the United States, became and, and bankrupted the Franklin National Bank, which is a United States bank. But he ultimately gets gets caught, and um, and he gets indicted in Italy. He gets indicted in the Southern District here in Manhattan, and Luigi is hired by this guy, or attempts to be hired by this guy, Sindona, 
to kill the judge in Italy and to kill the U.S. attorney who's handling this case in, uh, in the Southern District. And Luigi, at that point, had been doing murder after murder after murder. And he said to himself, and he told me, he said, I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing that. He says, if I kill a prosecutor in America, I'm done. I'm finished. So he tells this, this international criminal, no, I'm not going to do this. And he knew that that probably was going to be the kiss of death. So he gets arrested, unfortunately, right after that. He is in Queens, and, and bail is set on him for 500 bucks, and he didn't have it. So we went to Sindona. Why he thought Sindona would do this for him after turning him down, I have no idea, but he asked him for the 500 And Sindona said, no, I'm not, I'm not giving it to you. Um, he knew then he was, he was dead if he stayed in jail. He managed to raise the money, and he then one last chance for Sindona to give him money to get out of the country. And he said, listen, if you don't give it to me, I'm, gonna, I'm going in. I'm going to talk about what you did. Sindona says no. And Luigi turns out, he, he walks into the ninth precinct in Manhattan one day and says, I want to talk to the FBI. And he talks to the FBI. The FBI takes every, gets everything they can out of him. He had an open homicide in Brooklyn, which is the case that I had. I was in a homicide bureau at the time. It was a killing in a, in a restaurant called the New Corner Restaurant um, in, in, I guess it's Dyke Heights. Dyke Heights, sure. It closed, I think, yeah. during COVID. But go ahead. Right, right. So, so he, um, he is brought into the office by two detectives after the FBI turned him over. He brings him into the DA's office. And I'm, <laughs> that's going to sound strange, but I was probably the only Italian guy in the homicide bureau at the time. And the boss, uh, not Ronnie Aiello, who was the actual boss, but he was on vacation. Another guy by the name of Marty Fogelson calls me in and he says, uh, Mike, this Italian guy, he's, he wants to talk. You're Italian. You got him. He's yours. And that's what started the relationship. I, I, I brought him into my office. I couldn't believe the guy was a hitman. He looked, he looked like. And, and just an, we're an talking to Mike Vecchione. Mike, did he speak English? Yeah. He spoke English, a broken English. He spoke it to me like this. And I said to him, you hungry? Because he, he's been in the Brooklyn house. And I said, to, he said, yeah, but uh, they feed me mad today over there. You know, <laughs> yeah, okay. which is what he said. So I said, what do you want? He says, I want a veal cutlet parmesan here and a bottle of beer. Artie, from that point on, every time I met him, that's what he wanted. I, I developed, believe it or not, a relationship with this guy. I had him for months, and he would talk. And was, uh, we got we got one minute left till we have to go to commercial, but then we're going to come back. But was Lavienne right. involved in that part of it? No, I'm going to get to Lavienne. All what right, so let's go. Let's let's take a quick yeah. break. Let's take a quick break. We can breathe. Okay. Let everyone digest everything you just said because now I now we know where you got all the information for the book. It comes right out of his mouth. It's not like you're uh, you would try to p- put pieces of the puzzle together. This uh, this guy, what did he kill? Thirteen people, Mister Vecchio. Killed 13 people, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. So he, he told you it, and uh, you, you tell it in the book, Homicide is My Business, Luigi the Zip, A Hitman's Quest for Honor by Mike Vecchione and Jerry Schmetterer. Um, we're going to have a lot more with uh, Michael Vecchione uh, in about a, uh, about a minute and a half, so don't go anywhere. Okay. I'm going down to shoot my lady. I'm telling you this day after day, 
besides the judge and the prosecutor and the defense attorney and a defendant and a clerk, you need a court reporter. The day can't go on without a court reporter. The the uh, whole proceeding can't be conducted without a court reporter. So if you need a new career or you want someone else in your life to have a career change, think about going to court reporting school. And how could you figure out what it is? It's so simple because Plaza College is offering a two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. Court systems, schools, and television stations are looking for these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. It's a job that allows you the flexibility to choose where you work, for whom, and how frequently. The program is called A to Z and is being offered free from Plaza College and can be completed from the convenience of your home. You'll really figure out what it means to be a court reporter. How do you sign up? It is so easy. Just email info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. Info at plazacollege.edu. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Now in stock in all trim levels and all with a flex Flexibility of third row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. So we're talking about uh, some Italian-Americans who are not to be admired. When we speak to Mr. Michael Vecchione about his latest book, well, let's talk about some great Italian-Americans who should be admired. I love telling you about local Italian-owned businesses, especially during Italian Heritage Month. For over 35 years, the Faccia Bene family has been providing insurance advice to business and individuals in New York and New Jersey. Their consultative approach has endeared their clients to them, evidenced by continued renewals of their policies year after year. J.A. Faccia Bene Insurance Associates' personal insurance team can design a bundled insurance program to cover your home, auto, and valuable items. And this approach can save you over 15%. Their business team will become your trusted advisor. They will help you build the insurance program that's right for your business. J.A. Fachabeni Insurance Associates believe you should never be surprised at a time of loss and all claims should be settled quickly and fairly. If you're looking for an insurance advocate to be your voice, Call Joe Fachabene directly today at 800-937-5515. That's 800-937-5515. And the Fachabene family would like to thank our station, AM970 The Answer, for their support of Italian American Heritage Month and the Columbus Citizens Foundation. Now sleep too! We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. Well, if we're talking about Brooklyn, we're talking about uh, lawyering, there's no one better to talk to than Michael Vecchione. 
a veteran of the Brooklyn District Attorney's Office, a storied prosecutor who also maybe was such a great prosecutor because he was a criminal defense attorney for almost a decade. He's the author of Friends of the Family. It has to do with a case that Mike was heavily involved with, the inside story of the Mafia Cops case. That was uh, Cara Kappa and Esposito, two detectives who uh, eventually wound up, uh, well, did they both die, Mr. Vecchione, at this point? Yes, they're both dead. They, they yeah. both died, died in prison. They were police officers uh, convicted of working with uh, organized crime. He also wrote uh, Crooked Brooklyn, taking down corrupt judges, dirty politicians, killers, and body snatchers. Uh, and now he's talking about his current book, Homicide is My Business. So you meet this guy. He's got 13 deaths, under executions under his belt. You're a young uh, ADA in Brooklyn, New York. He comes in. He's delivered to you by uh, two detectives. You get him his uh, veal cutlet parmesan and his beer, and he starts just basically vomiting to you about all the things that he's done. What happens next, Mike Vecchio? Well, what happens is, um, you know, after he... And I, I and I got to skip ahead because I, I I don't have time on your show to tell you everything that he did. Um, but what ultimately happens is um, he takes a plea to uh, to the murder that uh, that I had uh, that he that I had, which is the New Corners murder. And he gets he didn't plead to murder; he pled guilty to a manslaughter, and he got four years, I think. And um, and but I you know I got to tell you, Artie, that I always knew when he was talking to me, although he talked to me for months. I always had a feeling that he was holding something back, that it was, he wasn't giving me everything. And, and I learned um, at some point after he went into jail uh, that I was correct. By this point, I had left the office, and uh, I was in, my, in private practice. Um, and, and I learned that he, had, um, he, had, he was back on the scene in Brooklyn from a, a cop, a detective, uh, who was in our squad called Kenny McCabe, who was a, a legendary mafia battler and, and mafia, uh, uh, the guy that investigated the mafia for the, for the DA squad. And, um, and I had met him at a, at a going away party. And I said, by the way, whatever happened to, to Luigi? I knew he went into jail. And he told me, I turned him over to Doug Lavien. And, uh, and, and Doug was also in that squad, but had left the office and was now working for President Reagan's, at that time, President Reagan's Commission on Organized Crime. And um, what happened is Luigi, through his lawyer, found out that this uh, commission was uh, had been put together and that they were going – one of the sessions was going to be about drug uh, dealing in the mafia. And, um, and he jumped on that. He, he called, immediately called Kenny McCabe, said, I got something to talk to you about. And, um, and Kenny brought him back down to New York and, um, and turned them over to, to Doug – because Doug was uh, was working, as I said, for the commission and was putting together witnesses, and Doug brought him to Washington, and that's how he testified in front of uh, in front of Congress. He had all of this information about the pizza connection, which was the you know, the, the the successor to the French connection, which was basically the what the mafia had hooked up had had cooked up was they was they were smuggling heroin into the United States. In cans of uh, uh, in cans of tomato sauce and with mozzarella and with um, with flour and 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 Carmine Galante was behind it. Joe uh, Bonanno was behind it. They had purchased and set up pizzerias all over the East Coast and into the Midwest just so that they could import this heroin into the pizza uh, supplies. And Luigi knew all about it. And when he testified in front of Congress, um, he he caught the attention 
of two guys that I'm sure that you know. I know one you know very, very well, Rudy Giuliani. And Louis Free, who was a prosecutor. Sure, I was, with, in, I, yeah, I was with Louis last Thursday night. He's a, another storied okay. uh, public servant. Well, well, he they were doing the Pizza Connection case, and they saw and read about Luigi and uh, and what he had to uh, to to say about this, and they brought him into and he became a witness for Giuliani and for Free in the Pizza Connection case. They well, put him into uh, you, know what, protection you know what I love and, about this, and I need people to take this away because they know how passionate I am about Italian-American issues. We're talking about some really bad Italian-American uh, people in the book. Mike Vecchione's book, Homicide, is my business. But you, if you heard what Mike Vecchione just said, the people who brought these guys to justice, Rudy Giuliani, Louis Free, uh, Mike Vecchione, Doug LaVienne, who's Italian as well, and... and uh, Tommy Dades, who I know was involved in all of this, sometimes down down the road, these are all Italians uh, targeting uh, some Italians. Mike, um, I I would be yeah. remiss if I, I two things before we run out of time. Number one, your yeah. co-author is Jerry Schmetterer. Talk to me about Jerry. Well, Jerry and I met back in two thousand and one when he became uh, the spokesperson for the DA's office, and um, and literally already from that point on until till he died in, in 2021, he and I spoke basically every day. We became fast friends because I was in I had the rackets division and he was the guy who had to handle the press. And we had all kinds of of, uh, of, of publicity and, 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 and press worthy cases. So I met him through in that way and we became friends and, and we made a pact. At some point that when both of us left the office, however, whenever it was going to be and however it was going to be, we were going to write, we were going to start writing books. And, um, and Crooked Brooklyn was the first one. That was basically, it, it chronicles my time in, in the office when I was in rackets when I did this corruption investigation where we locked up three Supreme Court judges and, uh, and an assembly uh, that third, uh, a guy named Clarence Norman, the head of the the Democratic Party in Brooklyn, who was an assemblyman, and um, and another another assembly person, um, the mafia cops. Uh, it was all well. And well, before hey, before I'm so. sorry to interrupt you, Mike, but before you uh, wrote the book with Jerry, you wrote a book with uh, Dave Fisher, another story Correct. author, and that that was the friends of the family. You and Tommy Detective Dades right. put that that together. Um, I'm sure Correct. people so, want to know. So Mike Vecchione started back his second stint in the Brooklyn DA's office was 1992. Crime was off the charts. Like it's a joke today. When people say crime is high today, look at the actual statistics. It's not hard to find people. You can go right on the NYPD site, go look at crime in the city of New York in 1992, 93, 94, and look at it today. It's not even in the same realm. You're talking about yeah. a difference of 150,000 robberies a year compared to, I don't know if it's 40,000 robberies a year now. Um, and I made up the 40,000. I think it's less than that. But, Mike, you know, you hear about crime. You hear people complaining. It. If you were the elected DA of any one of these five counties, I, I, with your history, with your experience, what needs to be fixed to make people feel or to make us safer here in the city? There's two, there's, the most obvious is that the, the law concerning, uh, you know, bail has to be changed, has to be put back uh, the way it was. And, and, and decisions on bail have to be given to judges. I mean, we, we put people on the bench to make decisions. Well, this is a decision that they have to make. And, um, and just and having their hands tied with the bail uh, uh, laws as it is today, that, that is the, the, the one thing that needs to be done almost immediately, almost immediately. There are what other- about the NYPD? 
Well, uh, the NYPD has to go. I think have to go back to the um, to the broken windows theory. I think that that uh, you know uh, Bill Bratton and uh, and Giuliani when they put that into play, um, they had they they had something there. You know, these guys don't always commit murders. They the murderers commit things like jumping the turnstile or breaking windows or shoplifting and things like that. If you if you punish them for those crimes, then they're not on the street to commit the murders. That was the theory behind the broken windows uh, 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 way of, of, of uh, uh, you know. Uh, and, and lastly, what about the DA's offices? You know, I mean, they're almost all <laughs> marching in lockstep. So it's not even like uh, you're picking on one versus the other, with the exception absolutely. maybe of Staten Island. They're all kind of doing the same thing, more or less. You know, if yep. you were back in charge of the trial division or the homicide division or the rackets division, uh, what would Mike Vecchione be doing right now? <laughs> Without, in charge of the DA's office? If I was in charge of the other divisions, then I probably would get into trouble because I wouldn't be following the, the, the dictates of the prosecutors as I see them uh, doing you know, the way that they're operating today. But I would go back to what we used to do, which is to be fair and to and to and to make sure that the victims were our priority as opposed to the bad guys. That's what I would uh, how I would do this. And um, and you call you know you call the shot the way you see it. And um, and and if it means and I've done cases, Audie, you know where I put bad law enforcement people uh, behind bars. I'm so aware. if that's the way it has to be, then that's the way it has to be. But it's got to be called you know down the middle. Things have to be down the middle. You've got to treat the victims. Um, in a way that they are satisfied and, and that justice is done, but also justice has to be done on the other side to make sure that people who didn't commit crimes aren't wrongfully convicted. And it, it believe me, Artie, it's not that difficult. It's not that difficult. The mysterious it, bookshop. It's, it's, I know I was there. Well, I'm going to talk about the beginning of the next segment, but I want to just make sure I make sure everyone knows about your book. Homicide is my business. Luigi the Zip, A Hitman's Quest for Honor. Tomorrow night, Thursday, there's an in-person event with Michael Vecchione at the Mysterious Bookshop. It's at 6 p.m. Um, and the Mysterious Bookshop is where again, Mr. Vecchione? 58 Warren Street. And I just do want to say one thing, Audie. I know you, you got to go, but Jerry is no longer with us. And, you know, he wrote this book and he developed a, a, a cancer and, and passed away right after we turned the book in, quite frankly, to the publisher. So... Um, so tomorrow's event to me is, uh, you know, in Jerry's honor, more than just to uh, to announce the uh, the release of the book. So I just want you folks to know that. Um, without Jerry, best of luck, Mike. I'm sure there'll be plenty of people there tomorrow night, and God willing, I'll I see you so. as well. All right, folks. Michael Vecchione, Homicide is My Business. Go out and buy it now on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, and everywhere else you can buy it. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Paul from Flushing talking about the Yankees. For over 75 years, the Columbus Citizens Foundation has promoted Italian-American culture and heritage and has provided thousands of scholarships to Italian-American students who have academic ability but find themselves in need of financial aid for their education. It is no exaggeration to state that this scholarship program has literally changed the lives of students for generations, but they cannot do it alone. To find out how you can help the Columbus Citizens Foundation and learn a lot of cool stuff about Italy and the Italian-American experience, visit www.columbuscitizens.org. Learn more about the various scholarships offered by the foundation and help make a difference in someone's life today. 
Visit www.columbuscitizens.org. As you know, the Columbus Citizens Foundation brings us the Columbus Day Parade every year here in New York City, and you can help them bring a quality education to American Italian-American students in need by donating today. Visit their site at www.columbuscitizens.org. That's www.columbuscitizens.org. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Is anyone considering painting their home? Well, you better listen to me closely. Do not, I repeat, do not paint until you speak with Susan at Rhino Shield. Now more than ever, protect your greatest investment, your home. Rhino Shield, you know what it is. It's that ceramic coating that is sprayed onto your home, and it looks just like paint, but it's 10 times thicker than paint. Rhino Shield guarantees your house will look as if it was freshly painted with an amazing 25-year transferable warranty against peeling, chipping, cracking, mold, or mildew. When was the last time a painter gave you a 25-year warranty? Rhino Shield will increase the resale value of your home because Rhino Shield lowers your energy costs, holding the hot air in in the wintertime and the cool air in in the summertime. And now Susan is offering no payments, no interest financing for one year. That along with the strongest discount yet, 20% off for anyone who requests a free quote by October the 31st. Call today and lock in your 20% discount at 877-744-6608. That's 877-744-6608. Or go to rhinoshieldofnewyork.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. So, for open disclosure on a Wednesday night here in New York City, I worked side-by-side with Mike Vecchione. Actually, I worked under Michael Vecchione, uh, and I tried cases with him. Uh, It was an absolute honor and a privilege. I learned so much from him, and I consider him a mentor more than I consider him a a friend who has always been there whenever I've needed anything. Um, And before we go to Paul from Flushing about uh, the Yankees, because he was at the game yesterday and uh, he's studying the Yankees-Astro game, I just want to thank everyone from Times Square Tuesday yesterday, especially Tom Harris from the Times Square Alliance, and the people from Playbill, and uh, obviously the chief, obviously the chief Baudot, or Baudet, um, and all the restaurants, Carmine's, Virgil's, Jasmine's, the Lamb's Club, Hunt and Fish, Bardo, John the Hot Dog Guy, and the Brooklyn Chop House. It was really, really, really a lot of fun. Let's go to Paul from Flushing. Paul, how was it being at the game yesterday? Hey, Arthur, it was surprisingly good. You know, you thought with that rain out, you thought a lot of people would not show up, but I would say that place was 90% uh, occupied. There were, you know, very few no-shows, and people were, were excited. It was there ever, a doubt? Was there ever a doubt the Yankees were going to do it? Listen, walking into the stadium, it was a little scary, but when Stanton hit that three-run home run, I think everybody really just kind of relaxed. And, uh, you know, you got the gutsiest pitcher on the Yankees and maybe in baseball on the mound with Nesta Cortez, and he was really fantastic. He pitched much better in this game than even pitched in the first game. 
last no, week. He was on. He was on fire, and he knew it was do or die. Um, Paul, we only have a minute left. What, let's talk about the Houston sure. Astros series. They so the Yankees party looked like pretty hard yesterday with champagne in the locker room. They had to now fly down to Houston. They're playing and just, just momentarily, actually. What um what, what you know? What's your prediction? Look, I know everything's stacked against the Yankees. They're heavy underdogs, but they're a very gritty team, and they're playing a disgraced organization. I think it's time that the Yankees got rid of this team. I think all of baseball, all of sports want to see it. They're obviously under the gun. They're outmanned. Everything's working against them, and I think just for that reason, the Yankees are going to find a way somehow to win this series. I all can't right, tell you from a baseball standpoint that that's true, but I think they have a chance. And, Paul, just remember, today in 1985, AHA went to number one on the U.S. singles charts with that hit song, Take On Me. Let's take on the Houston Astros and kick some butt. Go, Yankees, go. Have a great Wednesday night, everybody. We will see you tomorrow. Have a good one. Go, Yanks. The preceding program, sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver for the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.